Welcome to Finish Well Radio, where changing the world starts with changing the home, with your host, Meredith Curtis. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Finish Well Radio. I'm your host, Meredith Curtis, and I'm so excited to talk to you today. We are going to talk about 25 movies families can watch together. So if you're a teen, if you're a parent, this is for you, because here are some great movies that are wholesome and that you'll enjoy as a family. In my family, we started family night a long time ago when my youngest was a baby and my oldest daughter was in middle school and it was kind of silly at the time because we were all together all day long we had family night and family day and family afternoon every single day so but we did we just felt like the lord wanted us to and so we started a special family night well now years and years later my little baby is 21. So I'm so glad we started family night because now family night is often the only time that we're all together. And we're not even all together now because now I have two married daughters. So one of my daughters, she goes back and forth between, well, both of them actually do family night every other week and spend the other time with their in-law. So one of the things that we love to do is watch a movie. And let me tell you, we have all ages and all likes and dislikes. And now we have grandchildren added into the mix. So it's really challenging sometimes to find a movie that everyone wants to watch. So I compiled a list of 25 movies that have been hits in our house for all ages, the littles to the bigs. One of the things that I find with a really good movie is it affects you emotionally, either makes you laugh or makes you cry or both is the best, right? Or it allows you to live an adventure through the movie. We like to discuss movies after and just sort of reminisce about what we liked, what we didn't like. And sometimes there's lessons to be learned from movies or maybe lessons to be learned of what not to do. So a lot of times movies and we end up in discussions about them. But anyway, I'm going to get started. And the number one choice that I picked, it's an old movie. It was released in 1981. It's called Chariots of Fire. And it's the story of Eric Little. He was a gold medal winner in the 1924 Olympics from England. Well, really from Scotland. He ran for the UK. But what's so exciting about him is that he loved the Lord and he felt God's pleasure when he ran. He ended up at the end of his life. He was a missionary in China. And when the Japanese right before World War One took over China, he ended up in a, a prison camp. So um, he actually died in there because they they arranged his release. Winston Churchill arranged his release. But he chose to give it up to a pregnant woman. Um, I just, you know, that's not what the movie's about at all. It's all about his running and how he honored God. And um, just a really, really wonderful movie. Our family loves that movie. So Chariots of Fire. Another movie. Now, this movie, I have to say, is not one for the littles. Because there is there are some scenes. It's, it's a wholesome movie. And there's, you know, not horrific like violence or anything like Hacksaw Ridge, which is a movie our family likes, but we can't watch it with the littles. It's it's called Return to the Hiding Place. And 
it's the story, it's the, the rest of the story of Cory ten Boom and the teenage resistant fighters that worked with her in the Netherlands when they were under German occupation. So you will really, really enjoy this movie. But like I said, there's some real suspenseful parts in it because it's basically a true story that they put into a film. But it's one of my all-time favorite movies. All of my children love it. And we actually bought it (laughs) before it was released in the United States. We bought it at... um, the actual hiding place museum where the Cory ten Boom Museum. So we were able to be watching it before it even came out. But it is just an amazing, amazing movie. And the faith of the young people is, wow, so good. So another movie that my family loves, you'll really like it too. It's called The Ultimate Gift. It's about a billionaire named Grandpa Red, and he dies, and he dispenses some of his money to his children, but he withholds the rest and leaves a series of gifts for his wild living grandson, who's totally selfish. And I love this movie so much that I actually require my kids to watch it in their high school economics class. And if I teach... At a co-op, high school economics, I always have us watch this movie because it is so good. It's just so good. One of the things that after the movie we we might talk about, well, what are the things that lead to, to true success? And why were Grandpa Red's gifts valuable? So that's just been a movie that has led to a lot of discussion, the ultimate gift. And again, this movie will make you laugh and it will make you cry. One of my favorite all-time movies ever is called Facing the Giants, and it's by Sherwood Films, Alex Kendrick, and his brother Stephen, and I love all their movies. But this one is about Coach Grant Taylor, and his life is just full of problems and pain, and he makes a decision to fully surrender to Jesus and to praise him when he's blessed and praise him when he's not, and He brings that principle to his football team that they're going to praise him when they win and praise him when they lose. And, oh, my goodness, that movie is so good. And one of my favorite scenes is when he's um, on the football field. He's like, 10 more downs, Brock, 10 more downs. Anyway, I just love that movie. So, And it, it really is a neat movie about what it means to trust God in everything and just just a really fun, great, great movie, a good ending, a really good ending. Anne of Green Gables and Anne of Avonlea were put out by PBS in the 1980s and as a miniseries, but you can buy it as a film. And I love it because it's very true to the original book. And it doesn't so much like movies more today put in the ideas of the liberal culture today back in the olden times, and that really wasn't how it was. But this movie is so wonderful because little Anne is an orphan girl with bright red hair that she hates, (laughs) and she's adopted by an older brother and his sister who run the family farm, and she brings so much joy and delight to them, and honestly, she turns the whole town. She impacts the whole town. So it's a really great movie. My husband, who is not a chick flick movie, he likes action and adventure. He loves these movies because they just show how you can impact people with your character and with, with your love. And so anyway, it's a neat movie. And we'll often just ask each other, well, how, how does Anne impact people? And 
kind of gives us ideas of how we can. Okay, the next movie is Princess Bride, and it's totally silly. It's a fairy tale that was released in the 80s. There are so many funny lines in this movie that we quote, (laughs) and it's just... As you wish, you know, they're just, anyway, they're really silly and fun, but this movie is hilarious, and I think you almost have to watch it to understand our family humor, because so many lines come from this movie. It's a movie about a farm boy who falls in love with a beautiful maiden and goes off to seek his fortune, but he is kidnapped by the dreaded pirate Roberts. Okay, have I got you hooked? Anyway, you'll love it. Okay, this is the only cartoon. The next one is the only cartoon in the whole list because I'm not a huge cartoon person, but this cartoon is awesome, and it's called Cars. And I think one of the reasons I like it is because I'm such a history buff because it's really about Route 66, which was completed in 1926, and it it ended up dotted by prosperous little towns. But then when they began to build I-40 in 1957, and I think they finished it in the 80s, but as, as 40 began to progress and take the place of Route 66, Route 66 is still there, but... You know, people stopped traveling on it. They stopped stopping at the little towns and the hotels and the gas stations. And um, it kind of dried up. And that's what you see in this movie. You know, you see the this, the racing car. He ends up in this little town. But they have been restoring Route 66. So people are actually visiting it again. But I just, I, I think the cartoon is really well done. And it's also a great story about friendship. It's a feel-good story kids love it adults love it and it's got enough of the story that it can keep us older folks attention okay snowball express now you have to keep in mind i'm a florida girl when this movie came out in 1972 i went to see it on the big screen and there was snow everywhere and i just snow was not a part of my life at all so i was so thrilled with all the snow. Anyway, it's a Disney movie called Snowball Express, and it's about a family that inherits a hotel from Uncle Crazy Jake. And so the dad says, we're moving to, to Colorado. And they get to Colorado, and it's broken down and run down, and they have to fix it up. And they end up deciding to make it a ski resort. And it's just it's typical Disney, hilarious, those older movies that are so funny. It's a neat movie because I really enjoy it as a parent because of the way the family just works together to to run a business. So it's kind of cool, but it's super, super funny. Um, another movie that we really like in our family is called Gifted Hands, the Ben Carson story. And I don't know if you know who Ben Carson is. He ran for president. In 2016, he didn't get the nomination, the Republican nomination, but he is actually in President Trump's cabinet, and he grew up with a single mom, and he had a learning disability, but his mom really encouraged him, and he gave his heart to Christ. He also had a huge anger issue, but God helped him with that, and he grew up to be a groundbreaking neurosurgeon. He made history in the area of neurosurgery. So his life is a beautiful testimony of the grace of God and also a really good mother. And he's just a wonderful man, but his story is very, very inspiring. So it's called Gifted Hands, the Ben Carson story. 
All right, the next one is a Christmas classic, and we have to watch this every year or it wouldn't be Christmas, and that's It's a Wonderful Life. And this is just the classic story about a young man with dreams that never come true. But he realizes, well, you'll have to see the movie if you haven't seen it. But I think in the movie he realizes what truly is important. And sometimes the dreams we dream aren't really the dreams that will make us happy. So It's a Wonderful Life is just a really neat story. And it it's always asks, makes us ask each other, well, how is our life impacting others? Like if we were him... And it was as if we were never born. What would life be like? Would it be different? The next movie is my all-time favorite movie. It's called Sound of Music. And this quirky little happy nun who loves to sing is called to be governess for a widower and his seven children. And she brings life and joy and, and music back into the family. And there's romance in it. There's singing. It will make you laugh. It will make you cry. I saw it for the first time with my mom. I was six years old. And then 45 years later, my daughter took me to see it for my birthday. It just happened to be re-showing. And so I just love this movie. This movie is so amazing. And another thing is it's set in a historical time period. And if I'm going too fast and you're thinking, ah, I want to write this down, just go to the show notes. Then you can see all the movies. And there's like a little description of each one. One of the things that we love as a family is the integrity of the captain. This is during the Auschwitz when the the Nazis were taking over Austria. So there is a little bit of a scary part near the end. There's kind of an undercurrent as the Nazis are coming in. But the focus is really on the family and just a really, really fun movie. Another uh, movie based on a real story is 42, and I don't know if you know, but in 1946, Jackie Robertson crossed the color barrier, and he was the first black man to play on an all-white professional team. He played for the Brooklyn Dodgers. You'll like Jackie's character. Throughout prejudice and thoughtlessness, he just remains a really kind man, and it's very interesting, and, you know, we always kind of talk about that. Well, what kind of barriers did he have to overcome? But then what kind of barriers do people have to overcome to kind of be the pioneers for their race or, you know, their sex or something like that? So it's a really neat movie. Okay, the next movie is really two movies. Usually, you know, if there's a movie made and then a remake – one is better than the other. Either the remake is just super good or the original is just so good and the remake can't touch it. But there's one exception, and that's Parent Trap. Disney released the first one in the 1960s. Then they re-released a new version of it in 1998. So... Over 30 years apart, these versions are, but they're both, both excellent. And it's the story of twins that are separated soon after they're born because their parents get a divorce. And one one parent takes one and one parent takes the other. And they end up meeting at summer camp, realize they're twins, and plot and scheme to get their parents back together. It's a really, really funny movie. And, of course, we love to sit around and talk about, you know, can God heal marriages, especially if people have been apart for all that time. You know, it's just kind of neat to think about. 
So Risen is the next movie. That's a fairly recent movie, and it's a neat perspective on the resurrection because it's from the eyes of a career military tribune. His name is Clavius, and he's investigating the mystery about Jesus' empty tomb. He's trying to find a rational explanation, and he ends up being confronted with Jesus, and he... He has to deal with the miraculous power of God. And it, it's just a really fresh perspective. And, you know, afterwards we think, well, what would it be like to have to figure out a reason for the empty tomb, you know, and if you did not believe Jesus rose from the dead. So kind of an interesting situation. Another another movie that I really like is called Remember the Titans. And this movie is set back in 1971 it's really really interesting because okay there's a coach of an all-white high school football team in virginia and you know in the south football is sacred and they're going to integrate the school so they bring in a black coach and then they bring in black football players so what happens is the white coach is forced to become the assistant coach Anyway, it's so good. This movie is so good. And watching the friendships that develop and seeing them overcome their prejudice, I love, love, love this movie. It's called Remember the Titans. And my whole family, we love watching this together. Okay, another fun, fun, fun movie is Mom's Night Out. And this movie, like I said, it's just plain fun. Three moms who are overwhelmed, they decide they're going to relax and have a night out. But, of course, there is no relaxation, and everything is just one, you know, (laughs) one funny circumstance after another. It's a really hilarious movie, and it's a lot of fun. So, Mom's Night Out. Courageous is another Sherwood Pictures movie from the Kendrick Brothers And in this one, a sheriff deputy has a a tragic personal loss, and it causes him to rethink what it means to be a father. And because, you know, of course, he's a deputy, he involves his friends who are also deputies, and they kind of all, like, make a commitment to be better fathers. And so it's a really neat movie, and I think you'll really, really like it at the end he's he's saying who will who will take a stand to be a great dad and you know all this stuff it's a big scene in his church and men start saying i will i will anyway it's cool i love that scene all right polycarp this was a surprise to me because i wasn't expecting it to be so good it was released in 2015 but it's set back in the early early church before Constantine. Actually, Polycarp was a disciple of John. It's way, way back. There's a church in Smyrna where the Christians are beginning to be persecuted for their faith. You'll love the story of Polycarp. He just is such a devout man. I said he was discipled by the Apostle John, but he really loved the Lord and lived to be an old man and had such an impact. And it's just very relatable, the Christians there that lived there. I love the way they did this movie. It's a really neat movie. Now, this one is probably not as great for littles because there is, of course, martyrdom going on in the town. So that's kind of a big deal. Another Christian movie that's really, really fun and not so much fun, like funny, haha, but 
just a very kind of different movie that, again, I wasn't really expecting to like. The movie's called Faith Like Potatoes, and my friend Laura um, actually had watched it first, and she recommended it. And I was like, oh, Faith Like Potatoes. But I was really pleasantly surprised. It's about a Zambian farmer. He's Scottish, originally from Scotland, but he's been living in Zambia, and he decides to move to KwaZulu-Natal in South Africa to make a better life for his family. So one thing happens after another. There's a terrible tragedy, and but through it all, like the potatoes that he farms, he grows in his faith and love for God, and it's a really, really well-done movie. Very inspiring. I really, really liked it. Well, we are going to pause for a word from our sponsors, and then we'll be right back. I love art, and I'm spending a lot of time painting recently, so when I picked up this course, I was so excited. What a fun way to explore American history, by looking at paintings of famous artists. Families Learning Together American History Art Appreciation by Meredith Curtis is set up to follow any American history curriculum with monthly lessons to explore famous American painters. You can purchase the ebook at PayHip or Kerklick. Visit PowerlineProd.com to learn more about this great art appreciation curriculum. That's P-O-W-E-R-L-I-N-E-P-R-O-D.com. Powerline Productions, being world changers, raising world changers. been listening to finish well radio on the ultimate radio network now back to your host meredith curtis Welcome back. We are talking about movies that you can watch with your family and enjoy all ages, teens, adults, children, little ones. Here's a very thought-provoking movie. It's called Time Changer, and it was released in the 1980s, I believe, or the early 1990s. And it is just surprisingly excellent. It's very thought-provoking. There's a Bible scholar. He works in a seminary, and he is writing a book, and he's challenged to think about the impact his book is going to have on the Christian world. That's set in the year 1890. So he fast-forwards from the year 1890 to the year 1990 and meets future generations of Christian. And so what this movie really does is explores the negative impact of liberal theology. And it does it in a really creative way, but it honestly, it's an excellent movie to understand how what we believe about God impacts how we live. I remember a pastor saying once, what you believe about God is the most important thing about you. And I think that's really true. This movie leads to so much discussion. And so if you don't really know a lot. If you're a parent and you're listening to this or a teen and you see this movie, you might not know a lot about liberal theology and what it is. So you might want to 
brush up on that, but it really kind of swept through the church in the late 1800s and carried a lot of people with it because um, just basically undermining the authority of Scripture, the deity of Christ, and things like that. But anyway, it's a really, really good, good movie. Okay, Miracle. This is a movie that takes us back in time to 1980, where Herb Brooks, who was a hockey coach, is called on to build a winning team to compete for the USA in the Olympics. So, so Herb goes, and by the way, Herb is played by Kurt Russell, which I love because I grew up watching all these old Disney movies with Kurt Russell. But he grabs all these hot shots from all these colleges, and they all think they are the best thing in the world and full of themselves, but somehow they have to learn to work together. They can't be the star anymore. So it's a real challenge for him. And the movie is about the challenge. And then, of course, a sports movie. It's about the competition. It's so exciting. I love sports movies. But this is a really neat look at a teamwork and being the star or the big fish in Little Pond versus being a winning team. So it's a neat, neat movie. I really enjoy that movie. The Chronicles of Narnia is the next book. And if you've never read C.S. Lewis's fantasy, The Chronicles of Narnia, it's a set of books. It starts out with four young children. They move to the country to live with their uncle for safety reasons. That was during the Blitz when London was being bombed by Germany during World War II. And that happened a lot. A lot of young people went and lived with a relative in the country to avoid the bombing. But anyway, these young people open a wardrobe and the adventure begins. Um, and of course, it's an allegory and the big main person is the lion. And so if we're watching this with kids, we always say, what do you think of the lion? And do you think he's an accurate picture of Christ? It's just a, it's a really fun story on its own. But then the allegory is very touching about our faith in Jesus. So the next movie is called The Blind Side. And this is about Sandra Bullock. And she is... um you know, just a southern gal who is confident and loving. And she and her family take in a traumatized homeless teenager. His name is Michael. And he ends up Michael O'Hur. And he becomes an All-American football player and a first draft for pick for the NFL. So it's a movie about how people went the extra mile to invest in this young man who didn't seem like he would amount to anything and yet he rose to be a huge sports star can you tell i love sports movies i know there's a lot of them in here they're just so fun to watch the next movie is called the secrets of jonathan sperry and this is a movie again i didn't think i would like i looked at the cover and i thought oh i'm not so sure I love this movie. This movie is so good. It's a movie about a boy named Dustin who begins mowing lawns for an older man at church, and they lead to a special friendship where the older man starts having a Bible study for Dustin and his friends. But during the process of the movie, well, I won't tell you what happens, but something happens where they learn the real secret of Jonathan Sperry's life, and it's so beautiful. 
so anyway, it's a great story. It's a faith builder. I really, really like like the secrets of Jonathan Sperry. And the final movie is a very old movie. It was released by Walt Disney in 1960, and it's the movie Pollyanna. I love the book Pollyanna, and I love the movie Pollyanna. She plays the glad game where she looks at the bright side of everything, and I just love her perkiness, her fun, her personality. She is awesome. So that is... 25 movies, actually more, because a couple of them had two, but 25 movies that you and your families can watch together. And I also wanted to mention a couple of movies that if you just have teens or maybe, you know, more mature preteens and older in your family, you're not a young family with little ones, I just want to mention a couple of movies I think are great to watch as a family, and that would be Unbroken. Hacksaw Ridge, that movie is really violent, Hacksaw Ridge, but this man, he would just, he, he was a conscientious objector in that he, as far as carrying a weapon, but he risked his life as a medic to rescue men in a terrible battle with the Japanese, and he would just pray, Lord, give me one more, give me one more. So the movie is really bloody and violent, but it's, it's a really good I don't like violent movies. This is one of the few violent movies I actually like and recommend, but it's a really good story, Hacksaw Ridge. Then Woodlawn, really neat movie. About, But the, the one thing about Woodlawn is the reason I would recommend it for older audience is just because there's some things that come out about the coach, like he's been drinking and just some things like that secretly, and it it just has some things in it and then again the same way the movie priceless that's a beautiful christian movie put out by the group king and country and that just deals with sex trafficking which i think is a more mature topic and then fireproof a that's a movie from the Kendrick brothers about marriage and a marriage that is on the rocks and and how they end up getting it back together and then finally Ben-Hur. Ben-Hur is just a wonderful, wonderful movie. So those are just some movies. Unbroken, Hacksaw Ridge, Woodlawn, Priceless, Fireproof, and Ben-Hur. Those are movies that I think are really fun to watch together. They just might not be so great for the little ones. So I'll just recommend them for the big ones. But anyway, I hope that you can enjoy these movies and have fun. And the next family movie night, if you watch one of these and you maybe you've never, I shared some movies you've never heard of before, let me know if you watch it and you like it. And thank you so much for being part of our radio show. We really enjoy bringing you whatever is on our heart at Finishable Radio. And so God bless you and have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Finish Well Radio with Meredith Curtis and the Finish Well team. Please listen in every first and third Monday of each month at 7 p.m. Eastern Time here at the Ultimate Radio Network.